Good evening and welcome back to Ulcerative Colitis, Motherhood and Me. I'm Ulcerative Colitis Mama, your podcaster that normally witters on about all things colitis, all things parenthood and all things mental health. So uh, for those of you who are new, welcome. Um, And for those of you who have listened to previous episodes, welcome back. Um, So this episode I'm going to sort of talk mainly about um, my new venture, my um, my new job. Um, and just basically how things have settled in, particularly with my mental health history and just how things um, sort of, you know, have how things have been working out with new kind of mindset and approaching things differently to perhaps previously. Um, as always, um, for those of you who are new, um, I always do start my episodes by explaining that a lot of the content that I uh, discuss is usually around mental health and it can dip into sort of my own past experiences um which can include things that about um that might sort of trigger some some listeners so you know um I do talk a lot about anxiety about sort of past trauma um and a lot about sort of self-esteem issues and that I understand can be a little bit triggering for some of you guys so uh the last thing I want to do is by all means sort of um, affect anybody's uh, recovery in their journey so it's just to kind of make sure um, it's uh, listener discretion is advised basically so without further ado let's get started with tonight's episode So just to give you a heads up, um, this episode might be disturbed by background noise and that's, yeah, that was my dog if you heard that, sighing. Um, It's almost like she knows, isn't it? Um, (laughs) Aside from that, uh, if you hear any sort of background noise like banging and clanging and things, it's obviously, uh, it's soon approaching bonfire night in a couple of nights. But um, as always, and I don't know if anybody else has this, that they're sort of neighbor distant neighbors shall we say not my immediate neighbors my distant neighbors uh decide they like to celebrate about three weeks in advance and then they'll continue the bonfire celebrations right through to new year and maybe even beyond that you know who knows so yeah it's it's quite annoying to be honest and just disruptive but you know hey what can you do about it so anyway without further ado so for those of you who've been tuning in for my last sort of my most recent podcast episodes, um, I got a new job. So I had been with my my previous team. I'd been with them for six years, which was the kind of like the longest I've ever served with with a, with a team. Um, and it was very different. It was community nursing, so it was very very vastly different. Well, all my jobs have been vastly different. Um, so yeah, it was quite. Last week, which was my final week in my previous team, um, was was quite kind of bittersweet, really. And obviously, my previous podcast episode, I uh, felt a bit run down, and then I figured out. Well, I figured out I tested, and I found out I had COVID. But a weird twist to the plot from last week. So, yes, I was. I did test positive for COVID and I did feel a little bit run down, a little bit sorry for myself, shall we say. Um, but then I thought, do you know what, I'm going to test daily because I don't want, I basically, I didn't want to be off work. I wanted to be able to sort of enjoy the last few shifts I had with my team. 
before I moved on. And of course, there was things like parents' evening and stuff. So basically things I couldn't really, that I didn't want to miss. So I basically, I did uh, two consecutive tests. So I did another test the following day and it was negative, weirdly. And then I tested the day after that and I was negative again. So I spoke to my manager and I was able to come back to work. So it honestly, what a plot twist. Um, and thankfully, touching wood and anything else superstitious, nothing has come of the, the COVID. But basically, I've just had like a bit of a lingering head cold. Um, so, you know, sort of I'm blocked ears and, you know, sinuses, the usual, just feeling just bit run down so but glad to be on the mend anyway so yes so last week was I was only in work three days last week because I'd taken some holiday uh, on the account that me and Big G had gone away for the weekend so how it kind of worked out with my days off and things that I only worked three shifts last week so um, it was quite bittersweet and it felt different and I don't know if anybody kind of feels this when they when they're about to leave their job it's like Everything feels different, although you're doing the same routine and you, you're with the same people and you, you know, the same, you know, same work, everything. Nothing's sort of vastly changed. It's almost like you're you're kind of psychologically preparing yourself to leave. So things don't feel familiar anymore. Um, that might just be me. That might just be a, a weird little kind of, you know, quirk that I have. But it just felt like, you know, it was just it, it just felt so different. And even though there was like no major changes, it was just feeling off really. And it was just, it, it felt sad. Um, and just sort of things like visiting patients and stuff. And I thought, Do you know I'm not going to see these patients again. It's just, you know, and it's quite sad, you know, especially the ones that I've, I've known for a while and I've built a rapport with. And, you know, it just, I just feel like, oh, you know, and basically the last sort of few shifts have been kind of, tying up loose ends so whether that's making sure I've checked um all like all documents that I've saved on the computers in the office that they're all thing you know um they're all kind of all my useful useful documents and stuff like witness statements and things that I've had to do I've all kind of compiled them all and saved them and managed to save them on my my kind of emails just for future reference just in case um and deleted other things and another thing I did um my one of my kind of roles um where I worked was doing the yearly appraisals for some staff and there was a lot of them and so it was just making sure I'd finished off as many as I could before I left um making sure I handed all my stuff in and that was the hardest one of the hardest things was um handing my my nurse bag back in and I know it sounds really really silly so when I got appointed in my previous job, we were all given little black bags and they are like the little, they're like vanity bags. They're tiny, so they're not, they don't hold an awful lot, but they contain things like we have observation kits, so blood pressure cuffs, um, stethoscopes, um, we have thermometers, we have uh, pulse oximeters. So basically everything we can do to assess patients in their home, you know, their basic vital observations, and just things like, you know, dressings and scissors and, you know, just all the things kind of nurses need on the go. And um, 
that was really really hard i the week before i had like you know one of these sort of collapsible storage boxes and i had one of those in the boot of my car and it's been there for years and it contained like you know spare documentation and just basically anything i needed um you know if i was caught caught short basically if i had to be diverted to another call or or something i had everything it was my office basically in a in my car boot and so that was quite a final thing i cleared that out the week before um so it just felt really kind of this is really happening now and then my last day sort of after lunch when things calmed down a bit and I realized that I wasn't going to be going out on any other visits that day um I went down to my car and I, I got my nurse bag and took everything out of it that I owned personally that I'd self-purchased and returned everything that was issued by by my team and it just felt really quite sad and like my diary and just everything that I needed to, you know, to do my job. Um, and it was just like, okay, this, this no going back now. This is, this is it. I'm moving on. I can't, you know, the only way is forward, you know. Um, and that felt really, really sad. And I kind of held it together all day. I just felt very deflated. And I think it was just... I wasn't ready to say goodbye and I don't I hate goodbyes anyway I absolutely hate it from standing at the train station saying goodbye to my mum going back to you know university things like that I just hated it or you know when Big G used to come and visit me in university and then he'd leave I wouldn't follow him out I'd have to just let see him at the door and go because I just couldn't you know I, I don't like goodbyes at all so this I think this was a way of I don't know maybe a way of protecting myself but you know it it whittled down that there was only sort of three of us left in the office by the time I left anyway um three or four of us <clears throat> and it just felt very like well all right guys this is this is it see you later you know um and I didn't want to make a big deal of it it was you know just six years of you know being with the same faces day in day out you know and it and I think if I dwell on it too much I think I will find it quite quite sad but um we to make it a little bit easy we organized to go out for tea um that night so we found a local pub that was relatively central for everybody wherever whichever direction they were approaching it from um just a cheap meal just chat just you know try and make light of things and celebrate it really because you know at the end of the day it's you know it's a promotion it's a specialist role that I've been given you know it's it's opening so many doors for me it's such a massive opportunity career-wise um it just means unfortunately that I won't be working with the same people anymore so that that you know in itself is the the hardest bit you know I can kind of adjust to the, the new job role it's just the you know working with different people so that got a little bit emotional um and I had some amazing gifts I mean I you know I didn't realize how well thought of I was because I got like quite you know I got some uh, well they were all amazing gifts but you know it was I was really really overwhelmed by that and, and the kindness and um and there were tears lots of hugging and you know um 
you know, promises of not being a stranger and promises that will still come, you know, to the Christmas parties and nights out and things because I will and I, I will try my very utmost to do that. Um, especially now I don't have to work weekends ever again. Yes. <laughs> or, you know, unsociable hours or bank holidays, nothing. Brilliant. Cannot wait. Anyway, so yeah, it was very bittersweet and I did, I did cry all the way home in the car because I, I kind of kept it together. I had a little bit of a, a, a lip wobble and a bit of a, um, and, uh, yeah, I, I saved my tears for the drive home. So, um, yeah, so that felt quite sad, but then I had, obviously I went away for the weekend, so that was a very big distraction. Um, and yeah, so I started my new job Monday. Um, and do you know what? It I really enjoyed it. It's very different. The pace is different. The, um, you know, it is, it's going to take a few, probably a, a good six months for me to settle down. Um, but the the weird thing is it's I don't feel like your typical new girl in because where the office is based is actually the ward I used to work on before I left to join the community so I know all the staff or I know about 98% of the staff so it didn't feel that alien to me when I rocked up on that ward and you know, just sort of, hi guys, you know, and they're like, oh my God, you know, you're back. <laughs> and um, because I, uh, in the specialist nurse role, I wear a, a different colour uniform. So um, they were like, oh, we didn't recognise, you know, didn't recognise you in that colour and, you know, things like that. And, you know, and it's been really, really positive. The um, Just meeting the, the wider team. So there's only three of us that do the role currently um and I've known them for years and that that's you know how I got inspired to apply for the job so I knew them I knew they were nice people I knew they were very interesting brilliant teachers um and I felt it was a good opportunity to learn from some really really highly skilled people um but there's like a broader team as well so the team I work for has a a lead consultant and there's a like an associate consultant and um there's sort of like the outpatients equivalent to what we do and you know so and there's like sort of specialist physiotherapists and um psychologists and there's like a, an associate psychiatrist as well so there's like a lot a lot of um allied allied kind of healthcare workers in the in the broader circle if you like and the the kind of the um what's the word I'm looking for the reception I've had has been very warm and very genuine and really really kind so that I that's taken me quite aback really from being a um a staff nurse grade up until now um and being maybe one in a, a reasonably large team it's you know it's you know obviously you feel respected and, and, and things like that but it, it's very different when you're kind of like you've got you know people coming to you shaking your hand going oh it's really great to finally meet you you're the you're the new girl oh, you know welcome and I'm like wow <laughs> okay um you know one of my colleagues so, so I've got um uh, two colleagues uh they're both older than me so they they're kind of approaching retirement so 
um, in in essence, I'm their their daughter now, <laughs> so they're gonna impart all their wisdom to me um, as the legacy. And uh, they, um, you know, they they've been so so supportive. And actually, my my female colleague um, actually was really really happy to see me on Wednesday, and she just gave me a hug. She was like, "You're finally here." So I was like wow I didn't I really didn't realize you really liked me that much you know it's it's you know and I think it's a you know it's a positive for them because it means it's another pair of hands as well you know it's a it's it's a relationship of convenience too in that in that regard um but to it I'm still kind of adjusting to the fact that wow people actually like having me around <laughs> and the response from you know sort of the hospital and things has been really good so far um and I feel so much more confident and and I don't know whether that's just some because of my experience of being a bit more autonomous in the community and having to be more confident and building myself back up after sort of years of uh, mental ill health and low self-esteem and a lot and, and I've referred to this quite a lot in my podcast episodes where my confidence stems from putting on the uniform because it's a role I'm stepping into a role and I'm not just being Lauren I'm being nurse Lauren and nurse Lauren is different and she's the face of the profession and she's you know um a skilled um experienced practitioner and nobody can see her vulnerabilities and it's always been a it it was kind of brought to light a lot when I had talking therapies years and years ago I'm sort of saying probably about eight years ago um, after a really bad incident uh, in the workplace and I, I was given um, counselling through through occupational health for at the time and the the counsellor really oddly kind of picked up on that and not really oddly but he seemed quite hyper focused on that and he sort of almost made it sound like it was a criticism um that hi it was like essentially I was hiding behind a role and I was but I think anybody in the public sector when you are the face of the profession so whether you're in healthcare or law enforcement or um you know fire and rescue or teaching or anything anything that encompasses sort of working with the public and, and serving the public you have to maintain that kind of standard where you are you you are professional and you are kind of your your opinions and your personal thoughts and feelings have to take a back seat and you are just there as a, a representative of that role that you are and I think I may have taken it a little step further in regard in in terms of I feel more confident in the workplace than I do in my personal life and and I think it's because I know what I'm I know what I'm doing in my job <laughs> I guess and my confidence comes from that and particularly now I've gone into a senior role which I have been waiting for for a very very long time to go into a senior role I've noticed a difference and I don't and it's not I don't 
want to have this kind of inflated sense of you know I don't want my ego to get involved it's not and it's nothing to do with that it's just that that almost that I deserve to be here I've worked hard and I'm reaping the benefits of working hard that you know good things come to those who wait and and all that kind of jazz really and um you know and I'm proud of myself and I think you know it sort of specialist roles are very few and far between and they don't come around very often and they require a lot of training and a lot of learning and and things and I'm I'm keen and I'm you know and I'm very much absorbing any information I can get from my colleagues as much as possible I said look I am your sponge just teach me everything you know I will and you know and um and it's been highly positive where you know my male colleague has sort of said you know you are going to be a real asset to this team because you've got so such a broad you know a mixed I've done medical and nursing I've done surgical nursing I've done care of the older adult I've done community nursing so I've done and then on the side sidelines of that I've done first aid and um mental health first aid and things so I've I've in my you know humble few years as a qualified nurse I've I've wanted to take everything I can to learn and to develop and be the best I can be in my role so you know to be told that I'm going to be an asset to the team and to be told all these positive kind of comments that we're really happy to have you and you're going to do you are going to make this role your own and you're going to do really really well here and you're going to fit in so well is really quite you know astonishing really where I've not had to change or adapt myself to suit the greater good to suit the benefit to you know to suit the goals of the team I've I've just waltzed in as myself um granted I've had to kind of check to see you know test the waters in terms of humor and swearing but um you know I can you know I can adapt to that and just as as I've said to my previous colleague um and my work bestie um that it so I kind of give it in small doses and just see how it goes but my male colleague has got a very dry dark sense of humor as well so I think we're going to be fine and my female um, colleague, she's um, she's kind of in that camp too, but I think she kind of um, hides it a bit better. So I don't feel that I've been in a, you know, that I've overstepped or anything. And I'm very self-aware that, and I adapt my behaviours depending on the, the situation. And of course, I'm only, a, you know, I'm only five days into my new job. So it's, you know, early days still, and I'm still sort of testing the waters and figuring out what what my colleagues are like. I mean, I've only ever worked with them in like a consulting capacity in the past anyway, so you only get a very small snapshot of what they're like. Um, but from that, I've got to meet other staff that I would never have really mixed with before. So work sort of working with you know critical care staff I've never met half the well I've never met any of the critical care staff to be quite honest because that's that's a place that I've never worked or banked or or studied so 
um you know so and they were all like oh it's so nice to meet you you're the you're the new you, you're the new specialist oh that that's you know I'm really really happy to meet you and I'm like really so I'm like, really you know it's that I don't know if they've been waiting to to fill the 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 role um for a long time but you know I was really like wow okay <laughs> thank you um and you know they've sort of said look if you ever need any support and you're a bit stuck just come and see us and we'll help you and I found that that's been quite a continuing theme throughout this week where people said don't you were never on your own just ring us or just bleep us or just come and see us and we'll help you we'll never let you you know don't ever feel overwhelmed we'll we'll help you and that's extended right up the up the ladder if you like to the lead consultant for the service that I work for so you know and she's incredibly down to earth and she said look you've got my mobile number so you know just message me this anything she said you know I'm I've got clinics on such a day and such a day but you know just phone me it's fine you know don't feel like you're struggling you were never on your own and that was really reassuring um you know and I'm I'm really really truly happy about that you know I feel really settled so far and another benefit of it of of the kind of like the transition process really from my old job to my new job is that because my old job kind of filtered over into the hospital anyway the hospital where I'm working now is that there's a lot of staff there that not only have I worked with in the past but I've kind of continued working with up until you know I've left my old job so it's it's kind of like feeling as though you kind of returned home in a way because you're back with familiar people so I'm not a stranger I'm not you know I'm not I'm not in a room full of strangers I'm not you know I'm going back to what's familiar in a sense and one of the staff I used to work with up until six years ago she uh she's a healthcare assistant on um the ward I used to work on and they let us share their break room and things and um like their kitchen and things so you know often I see them all the time I mean our office is actually based slap bang in the middle of their ward so you know it's it's hard for for us not to to cross paths and you know I sat down to lunch with them the other day with my colleague and um just sort of chatting and it just felt like nothing nothing had changed those six years hadn't you know hadn't been a a huge distance really and she said you know I'm so glad you're back I'm so glad to see you and she gave me a hug and I was like wow this is like this I feel like I've been welcomed back you know and it just it's so humbling and it's so lovely that you know it has made that that heartache of leaving my old team just so much easier um and I haven't dwelt on because I'm very much like I have to continue moving forward because if I think too much and look back then I start doubting myself and I start thinking why have I done the right thing and you know and some you know I've woken up some mornings this week and thought have I got what it takes to do this have I got what it takes to be a specialist you know and you know, just missing all the in-jokes and the, you know, the the mick-taking and 
and the practical jokes and basically everything that we used to do in my old team. But just because I don't work with them anymore, it doesn't mean that that battle has to stop. You know, like I said, I'm still on the what we call the mailing list for nights out and birthdays and kids parties and Christmas parties and uh, weddings and christenings and goodness knows what else. So, you know, I don't feel like I've been completely, you know, yeah. And I, I, I've said to my colleague, um, my work bestie, I said, I'm just scared of being forgotten. Um, cause you do get that, you know, in every role I've ever done prior to that, I did feel forgotten in essence, because I was either there not long enough or I never made a particularly good or bad impression. So it's just that kind of how I was talking about feeling invisible, that I never really did anything really, really great. And I never did anything really, really bad. It was just, I just bimbled along in the middle ground somewhere and, so when I left, it wasn't, it made no difference to to the relationships within the team or the, the dynamics within the team. It was just, oh, well, we'll just replace it, you know. Um, and, you know, and life's like that, unfortunately, you know, when, especially when you work in such a big organisation, you are, in essence, a number anyway. Um, so, you know, when I've la- left my, certainly my jobs as a junior staff nurse, I never felt that kind of that I was going to be missed and and probably I I wasn't um and when I left my surgical ward um again I'd been there 3 years but I don't didn't feel like I'd made a lasting impression on anyone um and by which point I was one of many nurses that had left because of the at the time the politics of where I was so um, you know, it was just like another one that had bitten the dust, really. Um, but to have been in a place for six years and seen how things have developed and how the team has kind of, you know, adapted and evolved in that time and seeing so many staff come and go and patients come and go and the thousands of patients that I may have seen in that time and um you know the you know and all all that that comes with it you know it's just and I will miss you know I will miss so much of that but I knew that sometimes you have to make those leaps of faith to you know to move forward and to progress and and had it not been this particular role I think I'd still be there now so you know um so it is it's just you know it's life and life moves and you you go with it and um you know and I feel I don't feel scared about it now I feel that I'm in a safe I've gone from one safe place to another safe place and I I feel that you know at this moment in time that I I feel heavily supported and the transition hasn't been too bad so you know I've got a lot of learning to do. Um, I've currently now got a massive file already building in the office to kind of get me up to speed on the, you know, basically every aspect of the role that I'm going to be doing. So, you know, it's I'm going to be very busy. <laughs> so, you know, and I'm enjoying it and I'm still having patient contact. And that was a very big deal for me that, you know, I would never move into a role that had no patient contact because 
that's what I went to nursing for. Um, and I get to talk to the patients and I get to, you know, get to spend that time with them a little bit more um, and, you know, help make their life a little bit easier. So, you know, it's it's going, you know, I'm still the fundamentals of what I want wanted from my career are still very much there um and there is progression for me to go up a little bit further as well so you know this is a really really massive opportunity and you know and people are really positive and really happy for me and I'm really proud of myself for that and I never thought I'd say that you know five you know maybe even four years ago it was very much I was living in a lot of self-doubt and a lot of you know people don't really like me and things but I think I've just got to that stage now where I don't really it's none of my business if people like me or not anyway I only have to work with these people you know and it's you know nothing should ever be personal anyway and do I really I'm not really that bothered you know do I really care I don't have to be best mates with you know everyone and it's just you know I've just got to be able to do my job to the best of my ability within the parameters of my practice and you know my code and you know and just hopefully have that same sort of you know mutual respect with with the other people that I work with and you know and so far so good so you know I I think it that comes with experience and you know if you'd asked me that sort of four years ago I probably wouldn't have believed myself but you know and and just sort of giving myself some affirmations and giving myself a little pat on the back you know it's um I am happy where I am and I'm proud of what how I've achieved and you know and I feel that this could be a very good career opportunity for me and and you know my colleagues feel that this will be the making of me so that's so massively affirming and and so kind and positive that it it's I'm just not used to it I'm not used to this level of positivity but I like it and I want to hold on to it for as long as I physically can and you know I'm just really really happy and Yes, I do miss my team. I miss my team terribly um, in the community. But, you know, it's, like I said, it's not, it doesn't mean I can't see them socially and I can't see them outside of work. You know, it's, it's all, they're always going to be there and I'm always going to be there for them, absolutely without a shadow of a doubt. So, you know, um, and they've been so supportive as well. And, and kind and checking in and and things so you know um it it's all good it, things are looking good and you know i'm self aware i'm very very self aware so i know when i start to feel overwhelmed or i start to feel uncertain and i feel that i can approach any of my colleagues at this stage and just sort of say that to them if i did feel like that and there's little bits of the job that I'm a little bit worried about that I'm not quite there yet. But, you know, I've only been there five days, you know, you know, one working week. It's not, you know, it's going to take me a long time to be comfortable with doing certain things. And once I get the hang of it and I'll feel com- I will I will be fine. I know I will. It's the same everywhere. If you don't 
you've got to learn to be able to do things, haven't you? You don't, you know, you can't run before you can walk. So, you know, I'm very aware of that. And I'm very aware of just giving myself a little bit of a break and just saying, look, just learn at your own pace. There's no rush. You've got a really good team behind you that will support you. So just chill out, (laughs) you know. So, and it's really liberating to have my evenings back to myself that I'm not worrying about the ifs buts and what's of what might be happening um you know I used to do an on-call um where I'd be listening out for for colleagues that were still working and I don't need to do that anymore so you know that's one less thing I don't have to work weekends anymore I don't you know I don't feel like I'm out on a limb or anything anymore and I don't feel vulnerable so you know it's all good uh, and it's positive and it's, you know, quite alien <laughs> to me, to be honest. Um, but it means that work-life balance will be there, especially while little G's still young. Um, but, you know, with him being in school five days a week, he's not going to miss me. So, you know, it's, th- this is, it. this is, you know, going to be a good change a positive change so you know so I'm feeling very very good so I thought I'd share that with you guys tonight and just sort of say you know considering you know maybe if you've checked out some of my older episodes maybe even my my sort of far distant ones there when I first started podcasting or even if those of you have looked at my blog or my other associated sort of social media platforms the change in the last couple of years has been pretty significant and I just feel that that's a lot to do with my recovery and just sort of you know and there certainly wasn't a magic wand or anything it was just a long time of processing things of acceptance of grief of you know um kind of just adjusting and and moving on and giving time to heal and to be kinder to myself and I think even more so now that I feel I feel like I'm friends with myself now which I know sounds really silly but there was a very long time a very long period of time where I didn't like myself and I wasn't my friend so you know to be able to sort of say you know good on you girl you've done really well you know you You've done this on your own merit, off your own back, and you have smashed it, you know, so good on you. You know, and, and to be able, because to be able to be like that, I'd never imagine in a hundred years that I would be able to do that, and I'm doing it, and I feel great, so I just need to apply it to the rest of the, every aspect of my life now, Um, you know, and I feel truly fulfilled, so you know, that's still a work in progress and I'll probably have my off days, which is fine. We're all entitled to those. But I just, I'm really happy with how my mindset has changed over the last couple of years. And yeah, sure, we've had, a co- you know, there's been a couple of setbacks, a couple of bumps in the road and, in, you know, um, where we kind of cast everything into, into doubt. But just pulling myself back and just sort of saying, and having a word with myself really and just thinking, right, no, the th- you're doing okay. You're doing okay. Um, so yeah. And I of course wanted to share that with you guys tonight. So I will leave you. I before I start wittering on into some more randomness, but 
I will keep you posted. I will keep you very much informed. And I wish you all the very best. Take care. Good night.